I have just a few words for you to start. Im ein anili mili. Im ein anili mili. It's not a nursery rhyme. If I am not for me, who will be for me? Im ein anili. If I am not for me, mili. Literally, who to me? If I am not for me, who will be for me? Those are the words of Hillel. Hillel the elder died in 10 CE, which means something very interesting. It means that Hillel and Shammai, of course, were setting the tone and standard for Judaism in the days, the early days of Yeshua. If he died in 10 and Yeshua was born, and it's debatable, but somewhere between 6 and 10 BCE, then he knew Hillel. He knew the teachings. When Yeshua was sitting there, you know, at his bar mitzvah, later development, but when he's sitting in the temple and hearing these guys talk, do you know who they were talking about? Some of the words of this guy who said, if I am not for me, who will be for me? Yeshua knew these these words, these phrases, that's from Pirkei Avot, the ethics of the fathers, the statements of the fathers, the wisdom of the fathers, and Hillel certainly was that. But how does that statement hit you? As a believer, as a disciple, if I'm not for me, who's going to be for me? How does that hit you? Does that seem selfish? Or do you say, well, doggone it, that's true. This is Shabbat Shuvah. It's a special Shabbat. It is the Shabbat that occurs in the days of awe. The days between Rosh Hashanah, where we celebrated the king, and between Yom Kippur, where we are asking the king for his continuing blessing, these 10 days of awe. And the Shabbat Shuvah message is primarily known for the Haftorah readings of this day. Primarily from Hosea 14. It says, Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. Shuvah Yisrael ad Hashem. Return, Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to God. Messiah Yeshua said it like this, Shuvu. Repent, for the kingdom is on the brink of arrival. Repent. Hosea said, repent, Israel. Take words with you. Go. Go before God. And so we have today Shabbat Shuvah. And that's what we're supposed to be doing right now. And that's a huge part of what we do tomorrow night. That started 40 days ago with, well, nearly 40 days now with the month of Elul, right? We remember these. We've talked about this so much. We've talked about our awareness, our acknowledgement, our acceptance of responsibility for our shortcomings, and that we indeed also have stumbled because of our sins. Anyone in the room have a perfect year this year? Dave, come up and give the message. We have stumbled, and now we literally, as I said, literally will take our words with us before God tomorrow night. 
and not hopefully you don't have to wait till tomorrow night, but the, the, the Hosea says, forgive all guilt and accept what is good. Instead of bulls, we will pay with the offering of our lips. Forget about sacrifices, God. We know you don't want those. You want us. You want our humility. You want our return. You want the offering of the praises that you deserve and the acknowledgement of our shortcomings. Let the sacrifice be the prayers on our lips and God will hear. But I open today with Hillel's words. If I'm not for me, who will be for me? And there are many, many, many interpretations of that through, as you can imagine, a couple thousand years since he said it. But here's mine for today and for the, for the season related to Hillel. If I am not for me, who will be for me? Here's what I think. Nobody can do this for you. And if you don't take care of it, it ain't happening. If you are not here and tomorrow, if you are not here to a degree for yourself, you will miss the opportunity. Is that selfish? Of course it's not. This we need. We need to return to God. We need to feel his presence strong and connected once again. There is a time and place where we must be for ourselves and particularly in your own spirituality and relationship with God. If you're not for yourself, no one's going to be. And this is the time, but I want you to take a look at that text that I read you again from Hosea. It says, return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you. Return, O Israel. It doesn't say, return, O Abraham. Return, O David. Return, O Paul. Return, Roger. Return, Kelly. It says, return, Israel. Why? It is collective. It is national. It is all of you have fallen far from me. It's to the nation. You as a nation, Israel, have abandoned my ways. Come back to me, which makes me think of something else Hillel said, which is the second part of that phrase. It opens by saying, if I am not for me, who will be? But do you know what he says next? He says, but if I am only for myself, what am I? If I am only for me, what am I? And this day, this season, this cry of Hosea's heart, it's for the nation, it's for the whole, it's for everyone. We are responsible and not just for what's happening in our own lives. And this is what I want you to hear. We're all in a place right now where we're looking around at what's going on in the world and we're saying, oh my God, what is happening? Help us, God. What is this? And to a degree, we have to own some of it. We do. There are things, there are walls that we let down, doors that we open, fights we didn't fight, words we didn't say that have allowed certain things to happen. And I'm not talking about 
coronavirus necessarily. Talking about the total, absolute, moral degradation of the society that we live in. And so we own our own lives, but the thing is we must also, we must also consider what part can we play in the greater good outside of ourselves? And so, you know, Shabbat Shuva in 2020, it's, it's different. 5781, this year we're moving into your 5781 in the Jewish calendar. This is a different time. It is different than anyone on this earth, I think, has ever seen, or in this room, not on this earth. Who knows who's seen what on this earth over time, but for us, 5781 is different. And according to Hillel's words, we must focus on ourselves to a degree I told you, for goodness sakes, I've given you messages about connecting with your inner greatness, right? But we must also recognize the responsibility we have as the people of God right now to stand up in prayer, even for those who don't know any better. The world is not healthy. The society is sick and the health of humanity is failing more and more. And the good ways of God, the good Godly ways, the founding of the United States, right, on the God principles. It's like some distant, distant port in a hazy, immoral sea storm hurricane. The world is sick. Justice, peace, righteousness, rationality, morality, love, they're hard to find. In Hillel's words, right now, today, Shabbat Shuva is about us, but it is also now. Like he said, return, O Israel. It is for us to stand in the gap at this time. For the world. And I'll explain what I mean by that. It's not part of the Haftorah for Shabbat Shuvah, but maybe this year it should be. And that is Solomon's very, very famous words. Remember them at the dedication of the temple? When he said, and my people who are called by my name, if they humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. And I know that gets taken out of context a lot, and maybe I'm guilty of it, but at this time on Shabbat Shuvah, we must recognize our responsibility to be, yes, in it for ourselves. That's okay. You need to do that. But at this time, more than ever before, because I've seen some new things on Rosh Hashanah. I never saw the great thing about how the day of blowing and the creative goodness that God made in us and, and other things have happened that have made these things, this holiday is unique for me so far, thank God. But I also have never realized the importance that we, the people of God, have on this day because we are the minority, you understand. We are a very, very small percentage of the disciples of Yeshua who will gather together on Yom Kippur to pray and fast and repent and there is power for us 
to take responsibility for the broader world and for us to bring our words to God and say, please, not only heal us, God, not only restore and connect us, but please, God, bring the world back to you. Please, God, bring us all back. And that is the people of God because so many people out there, they have no use for this. God is dead in so many people's minds, but not in ours. And so we recognize the responsibility of being a son or daughter of the Most High God. I read this amazing quote from Sachs. It's, it, was, it was in a Sachs publication, but it's from Yehuda Halevi, who said in a, in a, in a um, traditional text, individual, listen to this, I love it. Individual prayer is like protecting yourself by building a wall around your house. Collective prayer is like joining with others to maintain the wall around the city. And here's an interesting thing. He said, besides, when I pray for myself, I may pray selfishly, asking for something that may directly benefit me but might be harmful for others. If I, want, if I sell ice cream, I want the sun to shine. If I sell umbrellas, I want it to rain. It's interesting to think, even prayer, but praying together, we seek our own good. And my goodness, friends, this year, we seek the greater good. If I am not for myself, who will be for me? But if I am only for myself, who am I? What am I? I want to play a video. Shashana, he can't ever Shashana 
Thank you, Rabbi. That was incredibly uplifting. <laughs> That's why I got out of bed on Saturday to come to services, to be taken so far down in the depths of despair and misery that I don't know if I'll get out today. Thank you, Rabbi. Why did I play you that terrible video? Awaken, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and the Messiah will shine on you, 
Or how about some good old Romans? Do this, knowing the time that is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than when we first believed. That video is a wake-up call because we have jobs to do. We have jobs to do. These are the high holidays. They are introspective. They are for me as an individual. And the, the, the prayer that I referenced last week in Rosh Hashanah, Unatane Tokef, that was part of what he was seeing, but Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah, it is written on Yom Kippur, it is sealed, who will live, who will die. Did you see those videos? The Unatane Tokef prayer, which, which I used to think, wow, this has absolutely no relevance whatsoever to life in 2020. It says things like, who will live, who will die, who in his time, who before his time, who by waters, who by fire, who by sword, who by wild animals. There were jaguars jumping over walls in cities. Who by strangulation, that was a big word in 2020. Who by thirst, who by storm, did you see the lightning, who by plague, It's an ancient prayer. Who will live in peace and who will wander? My hope is that we will all live in peace. And that we will pray now with desperation. As intercessors for peace in the world. This prayer that seems so incredibly antiquated is not. But it ends with, Utshuva, Utfila, Utstaka. With prayer, with repentance, with charity. That's what it means to be, in our case, for ourselves and also for others. If I am for my own self, what am I? So my hope is certainly that it is for you now and tomorrow and going forward into 5781 but literally for God's sake and for theirs, that it is also for them and for the world. That we intercede on Yom Kippur. And I I shy away from that word sometimes because it's such a weird word in religion. But that's what Messiah does for us. And therefore, as disciples of Messiah, we should intercede for those who are helpless for themselves. And so we will. I want you to make that a part of your Yom Kippur experience. I want you to think. That's why I showed you that video. Because I want you to think while you're praying for yourself and what you need from God. I also want you to remember what's going on out there, what was behind, and if the course doesn't change, God forbid, what's ahead. We certainly know and have the eternal hope that Messiah is going to come. And we know that the world is going to collapse into utter chaos and oblivion. I get it. But we can still do our part now while we're here. So meet the new Rabbi Damien. Fire, brimstone, death, destruction, cursing, plague. (laughs) Doomsday, preacher of the apocalypse. (laughs) 
hey, Gene's a Baptist. He's going to throw something at you. <laughs> we are brothers and sisters in Messiah. That is not me. I will never be doomsday apocalyptic preacher screamer. Well, I do scream. I don't like to scream, but uh, I'm working on that. Those words of Hillel struck me with such power this year, given here, and it's time for us to wake up and see the words of where Hosea meets Hillel meets Yeshua. Or, yeah, Hosea, Hillel, Yeshua. That's the order of things. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is on the brink of arrival. Repentance is always good. And you know, we've talked about this a couple of times through the high holidays. There's this thing that the, the king is in the field, right? It's an Elul thing. We love the high holidays because there's this midrash that talks about the king being on high, but right now during this time, he comes down and he's with his people. And so Isaiah 55 says, seek him while he may be found. Seek him while he is near. Here's an interesting twist to that. The king is always in the field, the king is always available to you. The king is always near to you. You're the one who's not near. You're the one who takes another road and runs and does what you want to do. The king is always in the field and seek him now while he is near because God willing, you are nearer. It's been unique. If I am not for myself, who is for me? We are responsible for us. If I am only for myself, what am I? We can take responsibility in some sense for the prayers that others will not offer. There are times when intercession and prayer has changed the course of history. It can happen again. But here's the interesting conclusion to today. If you are familiar with Hillel's phrase, his Hillel's quote that I'm giving you, you know that I have not finished it yet. Because it says, if I am not, if I am not for me, who will be for me? And then it says, but if I am only for myself, what am I? But there's one more line. It's on the wall in my office because it's always before me. Imlo achshav imatai. If not now, when? Now. Achshav. Now is the time on Shabbat Shuvah where we as individuals return to the God who loves us and where we as sons and daughters of God intercede for the people who desperately need him. Imlo achshav imatai now. I couldn't have said it any better, Rav Hillel. Shabbat shalom. We're building the kingdom and thankful that you're a part of that mission. If this teaching inspired you, please consider a financial gift to support the work of Shalom Macon. Visit MaconMessianic.com and click Give Online. May the Lord bless and keep you.